fuck, boy. You like that? You like that? I like that. That is very offensive. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 15 Attack Lab, where four guys get together to talk about pretty much anything. Um, pretty much anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that said, that's an inside joke. We can't delve too deep into that, but uh, uh, the boys know what I'm talking about, so um, mm-hmm. you're, you're the unlucky ones that, that won't ever know. So, with that said... We're still in our respectful, private places, um, and uh, coronavirus is no more of a talk. Nope. <laughs> and, um, there are other talks, but uh, we're we're still we're still in our in, in front of our computer screens. I'm kind of digging it in a weird way, um, but I am looking forward to getting back to the table with everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I am kind of liking how we can just pop on here. And do our damn thing and then pop off and we're already at home. But, hey, that's for another conversation. But with that said, um, how you feeling, Thomas? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just uh, enjoying the space spaceship stuff and all that. So I'm pretty good. Yes, that was pretty fucking sweet. Watching uh, SpaceX blast off into the atmosphere and put two men on the ISS and um, oh yeah, no one awesome. died. That that's the Damn. biggest thing. No one, nobody got hurt. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> that would have been some spicy news. But we're happy that it was successful. Yep. Oh, how are you, Alex? I'm doing fantastic. Good. Nice. Any problems or any exciting things that have just fucking fell into your hands over the past week that you would love to just, you know, splash on us? Um, my garbage service hasn't been disrupted yet, so that's pretty good. <laughs> that is good. No one likes to have garbage sitting around too long. I say burn garbage, but with that said, how are you, Chris? I'm doing all right, boys. Wearing a t-shirt to uh, support our boys in blue who had a real tough weekend. You know, a real, real, real tough weekend. It was very hard on them, you know, emotionally to get started on what they were doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't, well, I mean, I don't know what you guys think I mean. We got a picture coming up here, I think. Oh. Well, you guys think that's talking about NASA, oh. baby. <laughs> the boys in blue. Okay. Space boy. There we go. Yes, but NASA. (laughs) We got NASA. Yeah, that was that was a big thing. The Russian Federation putting people up. We got SpaceX putting people up, and they're all doing great things. And my dad's pissed off that we're paying the fucking Russians six billion (laughs) dollars over the past few years. And I'm like, Dad, it's a it's the ISS. It's the International Space Station. What do you fucking expect? And and he he had a, a little bit of a coming to. When uh, he kind of realized his own, uh, he fell back in his own shit to say uh, to say things in another way. Um, but 
we support the boys in blue over at NASA and SpaceX. And uh, yeah, uh, I hope they do great things. I'm excited to see going. I want to. I mean, I don't think it's even valuable for us to go to Mars or even the Moon. But that's how you. That's how you make technology leap and bound uh, from where it is now. We go and do things we've never done before. You guys got to do it again. You guys think? Wow. You said it was billions we spent? Yeah. Dude, Elon's giving us a deal, man. It's $55 million per seat on the uh, SpaceX. <laughs> oh, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, and oh, his wow. spacesuits are, like, way less complicated than NASA's version of the spacesuit. So that's another money mm-hmm. saver. Nice. Yeah, he's like... Just put a fucking, you know, not don't complicate things so much. Put my computer screens in the space shuttle. Take all the joysticks out. We'll even redesign the rocket fuel. Bada bing, bada boom. Done. He did it. That's what he that's what matters. He did it. Ah, oh, crap. Maybe he can save Space Force. Well, did you, did you <laughs> I see where... Uh, that. <laughs> Boy. Did you see where they're going to have Tom Cruise go to space? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he's going to make a space movie with... Uh, they're going to be like a Mission Impossible yeah. movie that the movie starts with he's in space. <laughs> oh, no. They're going to film the movie in actual space. Like, they're going to send him and a cameraman up. But what, really? what, can, yeah, what can you really do, though, once you're in space? It's like. He's going to fucking free fall to Earth. Probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't film him going up there because you can't do that. Put a camera inside the, co- in the seat and just have him just shake the entire time. And he's going to do that- all of his own stunts. They need to have well, Vin Diesel go up there with him. Mm-hmm. With a all they can do is film him floating around, going to an escape pod. That's about it. Right. <laughs> and it's going to win Emmys. Like, it's the first movie to actually be in space. You just see him, his head pop off the screen with a big old smile and his crooked tooth, and you see white stuff float. <laughs> yep. Pretty sure he's actually going for a uh, secret mission for Scientology. You're trying to find a volcano planet. Xenu's mm-hmm. <laughs> coming, boys. That's why the Earth's been all weird lately. He's a month late on that. Sorry. You haven't seen uh, Mount St. Helens go yet. That's when all the tormented souls escape the Earth and Scientology really begins. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's bad now? This week, this episode isn't specifically focused on one topic. Um... We kind of just decided to go back to our roots, and and a few of us bring a random topic to the table. Uh, kind of throw, you know, um, darts at the board and just see where they land. And uh, you're gonna you're gonna be in for some scary stories, uh, some information stories, some funny stories. So, Thomas, do you want to yeah. take us into this episode? Yeah, I can kick it off. Just let me get my thing pulled up right here so have y'all heard of the 1904 summer olympics men's marathon anybody know i know that it happened (laughs) no i I haven't specifically looked at the 1904 summer olympics stats okay well i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that was a good year for america yes it was a very good year for america especially in 1904 so uh, it's about to get bad for America, though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. But uh, anyways, in the men's marathon, America won gold, silver, and bronze. 
So that's no. when America was Americans, and they weren't that's, fucking Irish. That's good for them. And there were uh, people from Denmark, people from Britain. Uh, I think that's Denmark. Uh, one person from uh, Cuba. All right. All right, I kind of spoiled it a little bit for myself, but... You play baseball? A dude won a medal in archery. The men's marathon in the 1904 Summer Olympics, it took place in St. Louis on August 30th. It was a distance of 24.85 miles, and it was 32 athletes. They represented four different nations, respectively, most of them from America because it took place in St. Louis. Uh, But this ended up being a very bizarre marathon. And that was kind of based on the organization that the officials had. So, like I said, USA, they won gold, they won silver, they won bronze. So, good year for America. This seemed seemed like a time where it was easy to to hide off behind the corner of one of the, one of the, um, the turns and bash the opponent over the head with a baseball bat and drag his lifeless body into the alley while uh, USA just came there, came around and took that spot. Um, it seemed like a time where that that shit was probably kind of easy. And where is skin? <laughs> <laughs> if I that know, happened, they didn't record that. Dude, I want to know how many guys shit their pants before they made it to the finish line. Because, like, oh. This was also a time period where if you were a little bitch, then they were they called you out on it. I, yeah, but I, I, wouldn't I that reduce that. drag? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be dragging behind you. You are disqualified. You shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. Well, this this marathon, it took place, like I said, on August thirtieth. So you can imagine, it was probably hot. So Definitely on that. Not. On that day, it was around 92 degrees when they did the race. Okay. So, oh, wow. the heat index increased it to about 135 degrees Fahrenheit when the race started. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot day with the heat index. Uh, and it also took place on a 25-mile dusty country road. It wasn't a track. It, wasn't, it was just down a road. You started here. You ended here. So, okay. so the organizers thought it would be a good idea that for this Olympic event, they would test human, humans and dehydration. So, you know, <laughs> nine, 90 degree plus with the heat index, <laughs> and they were testing dehydration in humans because they set up one water station 11 miles into the race. Yeah, that's, seems like they're trying to kill them. Geez. This is some uh, Mandel. This is some Joseph Men. Mangala stuff Mang- going on Mangala. right now. I've said Mandela. Uh, the Mangala effect. <laughs> they, they were definitely getting Mand- Mangala affected right now. They didn't know it, but they were being studied. They it was it, it was a study and it was bad. So uh, let's get into the race. You want to get into the race? Let's get into the race. All right. What, what they wear? Do what? A paper bag over their head too. Wait, that was odd. Well, Oh, the, trousers! They wore they, um, they wore like running shoes, uh, shorts, and just a shirt. 
just running clothes, nothing like specified, no spandex or anything. You could wear whatever you wanted to. It was 1904, dude. You know it was like full. Yeah. <laughs> They're not saying. out here like wearing under armor. They didn't have champion shorts <laughs> like Adidas. I was like, hold on, let me run down to Academy real quick and get me some some Nike clothes. Yeah, you're they right. Run down to the Academy, they get rasped with a ruler. Yeah, that was some. That was wool. You're right. That was wool shorts. So they they wore whatever. They, I don't think there was a. Uh, I don't think there was a dress code for this. But they couldn't free ball it, right? They had to wear clothes. They yeah, had to wear something. Get, chafed, get fucking chafed. Yeah. No, I'm I just mean, like powder. wearing nothing, dude. Just running naked, like they used to back like, in the day. Now that you had, you had to at least wear a shirt and pants. Do mm. you think one of them had a boner? I'm sure at least two of them did. Especially, can you? Would you not have? You're, you're finishing the marathon. You're at the final leg, and you know uh, you're going to win. Your, your third leg kicks in. Just <laughs> finish the fucking race. Yeah, I would have a boner. That boner is going to act as a heat sink and get all that heat out of your yeah. body too. Yes, it's a release. Release. Release the kraken mm-hmm. until you pass out from blood loss to the brain. Okay, I'll, before I get into the race details, how many people do you think finished the race out of the, how, how many did I say, 20, uh, 32, 32 athletes were in the race. Five. How many people, do, how many do you think completed it? Five. I'm going to guess at least three, because. It was, it was more than three. It was more oh. than three, because. I'll say like 12. You're close. It was 14. 14 people finished out of 32 that's not bad. That's not bad. Oh, I, I take that back. 14 finished out of 32 people, but one of them was disqualified. For shitting for his pants? For ha- having a boner? <laughs> no, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what he was disqualified for. It's a good one. It's, it's part it's, of the story. He was shitting himself and having a boner? He was disqualified. For, and he was the first guy across the finish line. You got Blunkin. Oh, oh, and what do you, what do you think the, uh, the average time was? For, oh, for finish, I don't even know. I can't what, say this one because many, I actually know the answer. How many miles what? did you say it was? Uh, twenty-five miles, roughly. They're white. God, two two days. You know, tail two made me do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was more than it was faster than two. Days. Okay, it 30, was, oh, damn it, forty-five minutes. <laughs> It, it 45 around, minutes to run 25 minutes, minutes to run 25 miles. miles. You can't drive 25 <laughs> miles in 45 minutes in real life. I'm not good at math. <laughs> Did you, what, 25 miles in 45 minutes? Are they in I a just, car? You're speeding. <laughs> I panic like, okay. like the intro. It was about three and a half hours. I was roughly. Okay. I was closer about, than two days. About three and a half hours. <laughs> Bad part is, is that I went over, so Alex technically won. By Jeopardy standards. <laughs> well, uh, the first to arrive at the finish line was Fred Lors. Uh He had actually dropped out of the race after nine miles in. He hitched a ride on the back of his stadium car, and he was waving at spectators and runners during the ride. So he was just like, yo, what's going on, people? I'm part of the race. Like, so, he just shows yeah. up. I just imagine him showing up, like, out of breath. People's wondering what happened. He's just like, you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you well, win in racing, boys. You get well, the there. Thing is, the thing is, the car broke down on mile 19, so he had to re-enter the race and started jogging. <laughs> well, he was nice and refreshed, I, ho- I hope, so he probably he, got that water break, too. He crossed the finish line at 3 hours 13 minutes. The next person crossed at 3 hours 28 minutes and actually did it on the right way. 
Now, did that guy pretend to win? How, how fast he, was the car going? Yes. I know. It was only 10 minutes behind. <laughs> he was doing Fred, parade laps, dude, two miles an hour. Like, Fred Lors actually crossed the finish line and acted like he completed the entire race. <laughs> Wait, he, uh, he was a scumbag. He, uh, he jogged across the finish line. He was hailed as the winner, had his picture taken with Alice Roosevelt, uh, the daughter of President Theodore Roosevelt. So it was a big deal. And he was awarded the gold medal. But, so he, uh, he slapped some masks, got some pictures done, and then he handed the trophy over like, ah, here you yeah. go, I'm just fucking well, around. Uh, he was confronted by officials who were like, wait, 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 because people started saying, no, he rode on the back of a car. So he he admitted, you know, yeah, I was on there, and I was, you know, crossing the finish line, but I was I was just joking about it was his response. So oh, they, what a fucking puss move. He should have said, you got a picture? Prove it. You got a picture? If you don't have a picture, it didn't happen. Well, the funny thing is... He was banned from the marathons for one year, but he returned back in the 1905 Boston Marathon, and he won it. With an invisible car this time. Yeah, like a pressure cooker. <laughs> so the actual winner, or the person that came in second, but the real first place winner, Thomas Hicks. He ended up uh, winning this event, but he was aided by some unconventional measures that would not be permitted in later Olympics. Would you, would you like to hear? Steroids. Willies. Uh, well, uh, oh, it's going to be something to do with horses. A donkey. Yeah. No, he, uh, <laughs> 10 miles from the finish line, he was leading the race by a mile and a half. But he wanted to stop and lay down. He was just, he was just done. But his trainers would not let him. So, <laughs> whipping him? 10 miles. Tra- the, the, where was the trainers at? The trainers the tra- probably came up on a horse, dude. <laughs> They're probably they in were, a car. I don't no, know. They were probably just following him. You think this is 1904 Olympics? The Ford Model Finish T came out in 1908. <laughs> and like, it might have been just like a cart and buggy. Yeah, like cars like back then buggy. had no cars back then had 0.75 horsepower, four liter engines. <laughs> and they went three mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why he didn't get very far. That's why okay. the first place guy didn't get very far. Uh, that would, that would the fucker. <laughs> it's going well, three so, miles an hour. <laughs> his trainers would not let him give up. So. Uh, That's awesome. They made him get up, and for the last 10 miles of the race, uh, they gave him several doses of stitchening, or a common rat poison, which stimulates the nervous system in small doses. Mixed with brandy. (laughs) They mixed it with brandy. Here, have some of this. See, have some of this. Oh, yeah. You'll finish the race in no time. So they gave him small doses of rat poison and alcohol. And they pretty much said, You're going to finish the fucking race. You're going to finish. Idiot fucking rat. So he battled. It's my on career on the line, kid. He ran the last 10 miles of the race, hallucinating and barely able to walk. <laughs> he was running from monsters. So when he reached the stadium, his support team carried him over the finish line, holding him in the air while he suffered, while he shuffled his feet, still running. He had He's to be carried off the ground. Tra- he had to be carried off the track, and he might have died if he hadn't been treated by several doctors. And uh, right there, he lost a total of eight pounds in this one marathon. Well, you know what the doctors did? They just gave him straight cocaine because that's what you did back in the day. They gave him that bounce back. Mm-hmm. So. That was that was the first place winner. What a hell of a time! Like that, give, you took rat poison to go faster, which was basically the equivalent of steroids. 
that when men were men, right? Dude, and seriously, right. like I'm gonna go try some fucking rat poison now just to see if I can uh, <laughs> get a garden done faster at work tomorrow. <laughs> really, anybody listening to this, do not do that. <laughs> I mean, it's not our fault that we're reading history and telling people that rat poison could technically make you a better human being. It worked back in 1904. Now you're going to see football players getting tested for rat poison because of us, I think. I hope. Okay, so... Yo, do you think uh, Adrian Peterson did rat poison? (laughs) No, he just beat his child. probably wish he did. He should beat his child as a kid. LeBron James needs some rat poison, you know what I'm saying? LeBron James does not eat rat poison. LeBron James is like a freak. You think Michael Jordan did rat poison? Michael Jordan... Michael Jordan gave everybody else rat poison. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those fucking people in Chicago who made up pieces for him gave him rat poison. That was a lie. Michael Jordan was was giving his Hornets team rat poison, I'm pretty sure. Anything to win a game. uh, Pretty sure he owed a mob money and they killed his dad, but that's just me. Anything to win a game. (laughs) That's a touchy subject. Dude, that's why I love basketball for three years. But who knows about that? I'm, uh, I'm, not me. I'm looking over this Olympics, Thomas. Yeah, it's it's got crazy things like in fencing, Cuba just dominated fencing. Who? <laughs> Cuba. They were good at it. There's those street fights with machetes that fucking got him. Was <laughs> it my sugar cane? <laughs> it was a crazy time. It was a crazy time. And uh, for gymnastics, the dude who uh, went gold. In the triathlon, which is apparently gymnastics, was a dude named Adolf Spindler. <laughs> was he from Germany or was he not? He's, he's from Switzerland. Close enough. Oh, I'm like Adolf Spindler. I will win all the events first in my race. <laughs> no, he's like, um, 50 years later, he had to change his name. Oh, but, I wonder why. But I want the gold medal. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So another near fatality during the event was uh, William Garcia. Which what happened he, to him? He hey, did not. Then? He did not finish. He was for Wait. the United States. He was in. No, nice. he was. Uh, that, name he was fa- that name don't sound like. He was found lying in the road along the marathon course with severe <laughs> internal injuries caused by breathing the clouds of dust kicked up by the race officials' cars. So he could not breathe. No, what oh, happened? Billy Garcia. What happened is he got in a big thick cloud of dust, and the peop- the contestants around him beat the fuck out of him just yeah. to gain a spot. You know, he got smoke bombed. You know those got beat the fuck were out full of, of lead. <laughs> Yeah. Somehow he I'm caught a bullet. Old cars. Hey, boy, yeah. You see here, boy? You're not going to win the race here. I said, boy, yeah. See, <laughs> take this lead pipe to the face real quick, boy. <laughs> you see some big wig dropping by three miles an hour? I'll stop that boy, you see? Rolls <laughs> coal in his face. Going driving away three miles an hour. Right Dude, do you do you know the wind-up? You know the wind-up you could get standing on the side of a car Barely able uh, to pass the opponent, and you whack him in the back of the head like that is a wind like a up of a century. That's like a you mailbox, see, right? <laughs> yes, but you see the mailbox coming from a hundred yards away, and you're just like, "In, I'm gonna fucking whale this mailbox. I'm gonna fucking whale it." And it takes ten yeah, minutes like, to nah. get to the mailbox. Oh man, you get past the buildup is. Awesome. Yeah, and then you <laughs> knock the mailbox into the next century, split it in two. You break your arm. 
splinters <laughs> your wrist bone. Your fucking hand shattered. But it was worth it because your guy got 25th. He he got a D. He got you a see, D and F I on covered that one. the thing. You see, if he doesn't miss twenty fifth, he I make the cover. You see, every so, position uh, a, counts. A postman, <laughs> or yeah, postman Adrian Carvajal joined the marathon, arriving at the last minute. Wait, he was you? like, "You guys think you can run? I've been fucking delivering <laughs> the mail every fucking day for two fucking years. I know how to run." And he, he whoops came, all of them. He came in fourth, and he was from Cuba. So, uh, <laughs> and he's a mailman. Dude, these old Olympics were awesome. Just like people shooting from the hip, doing whatever. Yeah, so he... Uh, Fuck, I could run it. <laughs> he joined last minute. Uh, after losing all of his money in New Orleans, he hitchhiked to St. Louis, and uh, he had to run the event in his street clothes. He cut around his legs to make them look like shorts. So he cut his pants to make them look like shorts. Dude, he was wearing a business suit. Like up to the balls. That's that's brave. <laughs> he had the, he had the, the hat. I don't know if he had the hat. Oh, you know he, he was uh, wearing the hat. He, he had. He had the bit wearing the hat. He was wearing a little patty cap running down there. The, most, kinda, impress, the most impressive thing about this guy, though, because it does it doesn't end there. Since he lost all his money uh, in New Orleans, he hasn't he hadn't eaten anything in forty hours prior to the race. So he stopped <laughs> off in an apple orchard on the way for a snack, but they were all rotten apples. <laughs> So he's like, so, when in Rome, I'm going to eat a rotten apple. So he was eating, he ate the apples, and they were all rotten. So during the race, he had he had strong, severe stomach cramps and had to lie down and take a nap. But even despite this, the apples, he finished in fourth place. Dude, that guy was going to win. <laughs> so, so he had time to he, take a drop of deuce. And he took his, a nap and still I finished think he beat fourth. the shit out of Billy Garcia. That's what happened. <laughs> When did he start? Because you said he got fourth. So, like, he he started at the beginning, or did he randomly yeah. start somewhere no, and he passed just, people? He just showed up last minute and was like, hey, can I be in the race? And they're like, yeah, you're going to be in the race. Yeah, That's really hard. That's really hard for me to believe that he started after everybody. Ate, no, no, no. He started and, at the same time. He started. They all started at the same spot. Oh, okay. At the I same thought time. You, I thought you said he started later. No, he he showed up like last minute, right before the race began. Ah, okay, so yeah, still, it, it started off quite fair. impressive. Quite impressive that he stopped to fucking munch on some apples, and then he was like, "Ooh, daddy don't like he," and then he napped. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this this marathon also included the first two African Americans to compete in the Olympics. Uh, okay, the two people were from the. Sawana tribe, uh, and their names were Lintao and Jen Machini. I'm really from like Africa. Yikes! I'm not sure. It because it, it says well, there's people like from it. Greece and people Wait, from. Uh, so 1904 was the first black people in the Olympics. <laughs> and this marathon, yes, it was well, the first two African Americans. But April, Af- oh, African Americans or black yes. people? Af- I think Africans. There's a difference. There's not like some um, South Africa. He's not African American. Okay, well, well, I don't think they had Olympics or the Civil War. <laughs> African Americans okay. can only come from one continent. Well, this this article says the first two black Af- Africans. <laughs> yeah, then they're from <laughs> Africa. They're, they're, they're white Africans. <laughs> I don't know, but they. Uh, <laughs> but they I mean, were, if if the they Olympics were favored were- to win. They were they were favorites to win among betters and gamblers. Okay, but they, just, they disappointed everybody and finished ninth and twelfth. 
you just got to figure Chad or Nigeria sending people, you know, Ethiopia, Egypt. Well, you know why they, you know why they didn't finish so good, right? Why? Uh, Because Lin Tao, he should have done a lot better, but uh, he was chased nearly a mile off course by wild dogs. (laughs) <laughs> he just kept running. I do he have got a, chased by dogs for a mile. I do have that's a question terrible. that's kind of fucking with my mind right now, and it's totally not racist. So in America, a black person is called African American, but in right. Africa, you're called African. But in like Cambodia or Egypt, where the other black people are, are they called African Egyptian or they're just African. Africans or black. They're just black. It is what they're it is. Like it's not Afro. a racist thing. Yeah. But they're if just, you're just, like just in Europe, if you're in, you know, those people in Europe that are black, they're just black. Yeah. They're not called African. They're just black. It is what it is. It's not yeah, a racist there's term. A, there's a slang term. I can't say. Yeah. But, you don't but, say that. But why are we, why are they called African American in America? Why aren't they just called Americans? Americans. That's, they had to separate themselves from being called just Americans. It's that's, still a racial thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's part of their. That's maybe a cultural that's, heritage that's, type thing for them. Yeah, it's like African American. I think that's their. Like Thomas said, their heritage. Yeah, it's like a community type thing. Like it's, a, it, it's an American thing. Like Americans are Asian Americans or whatever. They just like to put labels yeah. on stuff. Or like, what about the white? What about the white community? They have heritage too. That's We're just mutts from Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm like German and slash English. So, but I would imagine that that's probably the next thing to go in the next twenty years is the beginning of whatever comes before the American part. I feel like yeah, that's that's the that. next step is to do away with that. But Consider, like growing up with Skyrim and video games and stuff, you know, I first think of race. I think of like human. You know, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a, a cat yeah. man or an elf, whatever, <laughs> or night folk. Or, yeah. <laughs> well, that that was about the uh, this is the, the extent. Of, that was about the extent of the marathon, or the Argonians. Well, it sounded Argonians. like an absolute sand folk. That that uh, the marathon sounded terrible. It was, it was quite a race. It was a spectacle to see. Behold, a spectacle, a men's marathon in the 1904 Summer Olympics. And every, half the people almost died. I, I bet no Dude, one watched that, it, that shit either. I bet Dude, no one watched that It's 1904. Shit. They didn't have any way to watch it. They were there. I mean, that was the only thing to do. So the people were there. Wait, where, like, were, the, fuck, it's where were those Where were those Olympics? St. Louis. That's why when I looked at the results, there's like all sorts of American clubs from cities winning different events. <laughs> Gonna have the men's club winning this event, you know can you imagine that? Like, you're sweating balls, eating onion sandwiches, watching people run, and there's no it, air conditioning. And you're wearing a wool coat and a hat. Yeah. And you just put new glass windows in your shops. Pretty nice. Do you think they Do you think they gambled, like, horse racing on the events? I'm oh, yeah. Sure yeah they, they did. did. Yeah, well, that's, that's why they were disappointed wasn't that illegal. The, they were disappointed that uh, Lao Tao got chased by dogs and came in ninth. Dude, can you imagine betting on the marathon, waiting three hours? <laughs> Oh, he better finish here. Maybe there's a guy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe there's a guy rolling up every once in a while in his three miles per hour car, like updating the crowd. Oh, we see Lao Tao's been chased off by dogs, you see? Oh, he's just got that that megaphone thing, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. have any electronics. It's just a like a big funnel. 
He's like, they're coming around the corner last time. Yeah, they're coming around the corner. The Cuban guy is sleeping in <laughs> under the first. And... <laughs> yeah, it says oh. 1910, gambling is outlawed. So this is when gambling was like allowed. Dude, this, is, this is straight Someone wild beat the shell like Garcia got with lead pipe. Yeah, yeah you know, that's, that's what I'm thinking. People died. Alex People died from it. that. Like, you know that scene from, like, Chris Vacation, that Eddie in the background? He's just like, hmm. And one person's like, I'm bailing that Garcia guy. He looks like a stud. <laughs> and he, he, You know what there, Clark? He's a winner. <laughs> he got back in his fucking car and was just like... <laughs> See, that's what I'm thinking about the black guy getting chased off by dogs in St. Louis. It's probably BS. Uh, that was probably real. It was just a pack ah, of wild dogs. He's probably released by some like <laughs> rednecks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't think more. wild dogs just wander up. It's nineteen oh four. People were eating not, dogs why? and cats. Dude, I'm just in my opinion, nineteen oh four. It's much more likely to be like, "What are you doing here, boy?" Yeah, it was a and it was a pack of racist dogs. Yeah, you better keep on running. They you were know, watching. They were watching the race, and here comes this this black guy, and they were like... That's what happened to William Garcia. He got hit by a cloud of dust. <laughs> old Billy got beat the shot of. Yeah. Damn. Well, what this a time old, to be alive. Waterhead. That's why I call it the Billy Club now, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> what What year was this, Thomas? 1904. What a, what a year to be alive. Yeah. Probably, you about it. apparently, you could just go... After you get off work of being a postman and just go for a fucking uh, marathon run with uh, and not even really be an Olympian, right? Or was this guy actually docked uh, on the Olympic Dude, records? Or did, I don't he think lose a, did he lose a oh, bet and has have to go run? No, he he was a... I think postman was just his job and he just was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll run. I can do it. I walk every day. <laughs> he, he, he was Cuban. He was Cuban, right? How'd he get to yes. America? Uh, man, that, yeah. that'd be pretty cool just, to be like, yeah, I've been in the Olympics before. He was representing like his country. After- Being in the Olympics is the equivalent of like saying you were an astronaut. I kind of I kind of feel mm. like people put the same weight on both of those, but they obviously both are drastically different as far as your job responsibility but i think being an olympian or being an astronaut astronaut is about as as tippy top as it gets to being like oh yeah i got a memory for you yeah i remember 1904 getting hit by a (laughs) belly i mean that's 20 years after civil war so yeah yeah Yeah, tensions were still high that was it that was 20 years since the civil war yeah, I'm yeah, telling they, they, you, dogs didn't run the black guys off the court. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. Um, there was more there at play. And that's the that's, bad part about it being a time. That's just the article was. Yeah, that's the bad part about it being a time without internet, phones, any way to record stuff. Some shady shit happened that Sorry, day. Like 50 years. Sorry. Still. Yeah, still. That's pretty open. That's a fresh I mean, wound there. We st- I mean, look how 50 years did here now. I mean, we still have active groups that, you know, that go out and protest against the black community. Um, so it's still a problem. So I would imagine in 1904, it was probably a huge problem. Yeah, I mean, the, the KKK is still an official group. They are. Is and I'm surprised they're me. not even labeled an, a terrorist group. It, they should, in my opinion. They should I be. I don't care who you are. If you're that 
you're just like, fuck you. Dude, there's one of those wild dogs. Look, they were there's a wild dog <laughs> in the background just what hovering. That, is that really? Is there seriously <laughs> a dog? Is that a wild dog? There is another dog off to the side behind the man standing at the tree. There is a okay, a larger okay. dog. Okay, now imagine a scenario. Guy's running there, he's black. The guy behind him is definitely like, get out of here, boy. <laughs> Oh, so this guy's being carried. Uh, are those those are the two black guys, man? They are yeah. not outfitted correctly for that run. That no, was they're barefoot. A, that that one is barefoot, but they both look like they just took their pants and chopped them off at the knees, and then they have their cotton shirts and hats. Like there's two guys in the back were the ones that chased him. This is not running attire. I just want to know when running attire became something that people thought about. Probably 40s and 50s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because... Right? It, it, actually, actually you know what? I want to guess. I'm going to think it's when the uh, level of athleticness among people started to even out. Or a certain group of right. people probably became athletically deficient compared to another oh, yeah. group of people. The, the fucked up thing is, is like, I'm super proud of those two guys that made it all the way from where they were from to make that race and the super fucked up thing is there's a group picture the 1904 group of runners and it does not include the black guys yeah or (laughs) well maybe it does you just because cameras back in the day (laughs) they're not there it's a bunch of it's a bunch of runners and there's a few random white guys with top hats and suspenders (laughs) and moving fucking mustaches (laughs) man a lot of money here you're saying (laughs) All righty, let's do this. Let's rank some of your favorite cereals from your childhood, your teenage years, and your current state in life. Let's start off with Honey Bunches of Oats. Those are dude. zero a thing? Dude. <laughs> There's an F tier. That would. Oh yeah, let's, let's, we're doing a tier list. We got S, A, B, C, D, E. Wait, are we F. saying like from a childhood standpoint? No, this is like in time. Your entire life, like now. This is cereal. Um, do you like them? What do you, what do you think now? I'm going to give this one a, a G. Give this one a... This sucks balls, right? Give this one an F. Man, you got some haters. I mean, I, from a health standpoint, dude, I love Honey Bunches of Oats. It's like, yeah, right? it's a good cereal. <laughs> like, like, it's yeah, not sure, fucking... it's not candy and milk in a bowl, but I mean... It'll be, it'll oh. be an E tier for me. Like I mean, it's at, the, right. it's at the back, it's but it's cereal. not a fucking F tier. <laughs> Let's see if I can get them all in the F tier. All right, let's do Raisin Bran. See, the Raisin like, Bran, not a big fan of. But, but I am a big that, fan. I'll give that a B. What? Okay, what? So yeah. We just like different cereals. <laughs> no, I, I like to cut up bananas and put it in there and get let the milk uh, sit for like five minutes and get it really mushy. Uh, that's good. That's good with Cheerios, <laughs> not Raisin Bran. <laughs> so we're going to say like C, you know, some C tier for Raisin Bran. Yeah, it's C. <laughs> with the middle. Raisin Bran... Uh, I'm going to give it a D tier. I'd rather have the other cereal. You got B, you got D. I, nope. <laughs> e? I was just like, I, I ain't Not touching a raisin. I could destroy no. a box of raisin bran in a day. You can have that. Yep. Alrighty. Let's get real. Let's get real interesting. Rice checks. No, no it's another D for me. Checks Chex, <laughs> is like a solid... F tier cereal. Is that even a cereal? No, I'll give it a D because, like, with sugar, that's not bad. 
No, this is plain. Okay, yeah, unsugared checks. rice checks. <laughs> checks is like as low as it could go, dude. I thought no. we were just fixing this up like we would want, but no, if no, it's no. just dude, plain, it's checks. a E. A box From a box. Of checks. F. All righty. Mm, and rich grains. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want rice? Dry rice? <laughs> It just uh, uh, rice checks. <laughs> rice checks. That's a stylish I'm, piece of rice, dude. You know the best bowl to put rice checks in? If you trash can. <laughs> no, you open it up. You open the bag. You take a good little smell of it. You walk to your bathroom and pull it in the toilet bowl. Let it sit for like just three minutes and flush it. All right, just leak the toilet seat. <laughs> All right. I thought you were going to say the dog bowl. See, to me, checks, checks are only acceptable in trail mix. Right. Yes. How about how about kicks? Kicks. That's the same <laughs> thing, right? That's like that's no, like kicks, a, kicks are for kids. E or that's an E. I've never even eaten it. No, it's like yeah, they still sell kicks. Yeah, kicks. We haven't made past, we haven't made one past a D uh, yet. Kicks is like kicks. the disappointing version of Captain Crunch. <laughs> Oh, when you get into the bad stuff like dude, cookie at, look, crisp and Reese's, yeah, and look at the box jars. for crisp. It's just <laughs> we it's just might cor- not make it. To those. Cakes is just corn. Look at it. It's just the box art is corn. Yeah, that was the farmer's way to sell off their scrap corn. <laughs> All righty. Uh, how about go lean, Kashi? Oh, <laughs> what? no. What? I mean. That's the shit they sell to like fifty year old women. It's like, so it? crunchy. It's what's so it crunchy even with milk. Hey, what's it called? F- Go lean. I don't it's even the know. Red plain box. Kashi crunch. Dude, yeah. I, I oh my god! It's it. like no. take some wood chips and put milk over wood chips and try to eat that. I've never had any of these cereals, but that box does not look good. E tier. I think we're all on the E tier. Yeah, that's just like non. I'm not gonna rate it. <laughs> Wait, no, I think I have bought a bowl of that. I went to Lowe's to the garden section, and I got oh, some yeah. brown colored. I just found it. It looks like something you'd feed an animal. <laughs> like, I'd get, Alrighty. I think I'd get Goline if I had, like, a donkey or something. Be like, here's something to eat. You would go lean go if with... you had to eat it. <laughs> oh, it's go. <laughs> See, here's the thing is when uh, i first heard it i thought you guys were saying like go lean all in one word like golian oh golian i'm pretty sure it's just peanuts on that box <laughs> don't taste like peanuts <laughs> it's, just, it's, just it's fucking it's, you're putting you're putting milk <laughs> over party mix <laughs> it's just baked oatmeal <laughs> you tell me you tell me that kashi lean go cereal is not party mix that i'm putting milk over no i see it i see a few uh i, I see a few smacks with like out there's, the smacks there's goddamn peanuts in that shit there's All right, how about kellogg's crackling oat brand <laughs> i've never had it i've never had it i can't even rate that crackling? it just sounds bad why is it called crack is it crackling because you have arthritis if you eat it? Is that with a K? Is it crackles with a K? Is it crackling like from the no, flea market? They missed opportunity to put a K for a crackling. That's what I thought it was. That's what I searched. It's Kellogg's crackling oats. <laughs> they actually don't look bad on the box. Oh my gosh. What is this? 
Wake up and start your day with the simple goodness of Kellogg's Crackling Oat Brand Cereal. It's just giant. It's not squares. It's just it's it stale oatmeal. It's just stale oatmeal. It's like That's the sound your body makes when you wake and, up. And they made a, they made an oat paste out of it and just squished them out into little circles. It's like unfinished donuts. Doing F tier? Yeah. 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 yeah I don't want to eat cardboard. We're doing good. Just a bunch of trash cereals, boy. You might as well eat the box. <laughs> I think the box is the oat brand. Alrighty, um, let's go with shredded wheat. Yeah. Uh, well, is it frosted? Not, fro- not fr- no, 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 frosted. <laughs> All right, that's down to a, a beat here, though. Um, when are we getting to the one that reduced the masturbation in boys? <laughs> what? Shredded wheat is another bland cereal. They look neat, but you try to eat one, and you're like, "What is this?" Yeah, shredded wheat's pretty hard to eat all on its own without it any like sort of mini, sugar. So it's I got like a mini hay bale. Shredded wheat looks like a bunch of pine needles woven together into a little rectangle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Put it in your bowl. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna. I'm just I'm just so blown away how big the shredded wheats are. It's like two shredded wheats in one bowl, and it fills up the whole bowl. How big are they? <laughs> the size of the box. The way. box is two. You Look just pour out a. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just pour out two fucking things. Like, uh, what is it? A tumbleweed? It's like you put tumbleweeds yeah. in a bowl. They're so huge. What the hell? <laughs> Why do they do that? Why don't they just make smaller shredded wheats? I think they look like they, uh, they put two things of ramen in the bowl, but it's not the squiggly noodles. They just tied it around. <laughs> it's really like eight, eight inches by six inches of shredded wheat. Maybe you're supposed to throw <laughs> one cube in there and like tear it apart. Like Stab it. You know? Stab the shredded wheat. Shut up. There was some shredded wheat. That's an F tier. Even the dogs don't like it. Alrighty, um, cornflakes. Cornflakes is a solid C. Oh yeah, and it's a C because I can great, do it. But they're better than shredded wheats or creepies or whatever they were called. <laughs> creepies. Cornflakes <laughs> is the anti-masturbation tool of the early nineteenth century. Why? What? Well, I made up the nineteenth century part. We're going to talk about how uh, cornflakes <laughs> saved my life in seventh grade. <laughs> Why did it keep you from masturbating at the teacher openly? Holy shit! <laughs> they just like crush it up and sprinkle it on your dick so you get rubbed raw. I don't even remember my seventh grade teacher. That's the weird part. Um, no, so to just jump off of it for a second, a man created cornflakes. Doctor Kellogg in- introduced cornflakes in hopes that it would reduce this this die. Betsia, and according with the practices of Seventh-day Adventists, masturbation and excessive sexual intercourse. The flakes of grain, which the Kellogg's brothers called grainos, were a very popular food amongst the patients. So it was huh. actually introduced as an anti-masturbation cereal, and it was almost like um, um, a medicine. So we can well, maybe we talk Dr. about that later. We know Dr. Harvey Korn Kellogg had problems because he had eight adopted children. 
Well, they even like they it even goes into like him and his brother actually split up, and the other brother took the took the ingredients and actually made, made it a million dollar, you know, a billion dollar frost, company. He put frost on them, yeah. and his brother's like, "What are you doing? You're killing the youth." <laughs> <laughs> what do you? What else you got, Alex? All right, let's go with um. Let's do some Sour Patch Kids cereal. I've never had them. It sounds nasty, actually. It sounds pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Mm, let me have some sour water, sour milk. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what's going to be good? We like cereal with milk. Let's make sour milk. <laughs> you want to go D tier on that one? Yeah. Yeah. That's unrankable for me, almost like F. All right. We go E. Let's okay. We'll we'll jump to some. We'll do like a couple more um, fun ones. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, that's a uh, that's a top tier for me. I never really ate it. I don't. But really I, like I remember. I, I that makes me remember the uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch joke we used to make, Thomas. What was that? Uh, oh yeah. All right. So yeah, I think it was uh, <laughs> in band class. Yeah, I think it was Terry Shivo, maybe in a persistent <laughs> vegetated state. But does she know why kids love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I know, but I remember that. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Poor old Terry Chavo, R.I.P. Rip. Yep. That's a tier. Simple Toast Crunch is a tier. Yeah, it's a good cereal. I like acknowledge it, but I didn't. People, people like it. I don't really care for cinnamon, so I'll Dude, rank it high just because other people like it. It's really good. I will Be- gag down that milk afterwards. Like if it's, it's like, nothing but milk and that cinnamony stuff, <laughs> okay. I'll gag it just, down like I'm it's gonna, a huge chug cock. it down. I'm How's that sound? <laughs> I'm gonna give that, it. How's like, that milk sound? I'm gonna give it. Oh. That is I'm how gonna, it would sound. I'm going to give it the other tier. cereal yeah. that rivals that for me is Golden Grams. Nope. Still mm, no, no, no. I not for Golden me. Grams. I can't. What? Yeah. I love Golden Grams. I'm still waiting for my cereal, so we'll but give Golden Grams a C. Okay. Golden Grams is almost like a graham cracker. Yeah. 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 Except I love with them. honey. I say, Golden Grams. Doesn't have, that have the bear on it or the frog? That's uh, Golden Crisp. I thought the bear was... Oh, no, wait. Which one was Smacks? That was the frog. That's Dingham Smacks. That's oh. the... Yeah. Oh. That's the frog guy with that backwards red hat. Mm. <laughs> All right. Let's go... Okay. Okay. Uh, let's do some Frosted Flakes. Ooh. I like Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes are good. That's like an A tier for me. Yeah. Frosted Flakes are good. Um, They're good. You got to eat them quick, though. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, probably a C, though, for me. <gasps> I put Raisin Bran above it. I put Raisin Bran uh, at, at an A. Yeah. Blasphemy. Yeah, I'd rather have right, 20 uh, bunches of oats over it. <laughs> rapid, rapid Fire. Okay. Fruit Loops. Uh, C. Fruit, Fruit Loops is a C. Yeah. It's just, yeah. C. Is that your last one? No, there's Rapid Fire. Okay, cool. Uh, Lucky Charms. Oh, never C. had them. I never really had them. S tier. S tier. D tier. Lucky Charms overrated. S tier. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, let's do Oops All Berries. Never no, heard just, of no. it. Uh, F-tier. Reject it. F-tier. I, I reject I it. I don't like berries. I reject Oops All Berries. <laughs> all right. That's just, okay. We made that one. Apple Jacks. Uh, never really tier. had them. I think I was a poor kid when it came to a cereal. <laughs> all right. Cereal's expensive. Oh, you, had, you, had, you, didn't have, you, you couldn't get tricks. You got pranks. 
Uh, let's go with <laughs> Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp. No, that's just that's just cookies and milk in a bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. like a B for me. I it's never had it a like, lot. Oh, good. Again, uh, Reese's Puffs. Good. I mean, it, that's a yes. That's a D or that's a C for it, me. It's a B because it's not Captain Crunch Peanut Butter Crunch. Fruity Pebbles. I yeah. don't. I remember yeah. thinking they're not that great. They're like a you don't like fruit. That's don't a like fruit. D tier like for me. Uh, y'all are crazy. It's like a B. The milk is really good in that's fruit pebbles. S-tier. It's like apple yeah, jacks. Def- y'all are a bunch of losers. Like I would I, drink uh, some. Let's go with Count Chocula. Damn, I was S tier. S tier. I was glad you said that. I would slurp down that milk too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah. chocolate is good. That's uh, that's like a C tier for me. Yeah, that's I'm like not a big. I got cereal. a big chocolate milk kind of guy, like chocolate yeah. cereal guy. Count chocula, but now they don't that's sell my, it. That's my shit. They sell it at Halloween. Yeah, but I don't think it's the same recipe. It's close enough. Okay. Is there a cereal I didn't mention that y'all would like to say? Captain quick? Crunch Peanut Butter Crunch is S tier. Okay, that was, that was my next. Okay, Peanut Butter Crunch. Well, there's Frosted Mini Wheats. That's an S tier for me. Oh, okay. Wow. What? You just throw out that, that six times eight inch frosted square and enjoy it. I like the big squares, but I like them frosted. <laughs> yeah, when they get when they absorb all the milk and get soft, that's when it's the best for me. Like a limp biscuit. That's just eating grain spaghetti at that point. <laughs> Pretty much. Frosted granny spaghetti. Limp right. biscuit. Frosted, frosted lim- granny spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> Got this spaghetti on the right. sweater already. Frosted granny okay. spaghetti. <laughs> last last one, Cocoa Puffs. Uh, that's an A. That's Again, an a for me. not big on the chocolate cereal, so we'll give it a C. Well, I'm at a C as well because I didn't get it oh, a lot. Right. That's a, that's I, a I ate it growing up. It was pretty good. See, my favorite is <clears throat> ma- um, cho- uh, the Magic Giant Frosted, frosted uh, the Magic Marshmallows. What the fuck am I having a What are you talking about? For? Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms. What's yeah. so good about Lucky Charms? It's just marshmallows and grain cereal. It's a pagan yeah. cereal. You can the marshmallows actually... are good, but the lucky part, the charms are good, but the lucky part sucks. You don't get lucky with that shit. You get fucking it's the, it's, belly fat. It's Kashi Goling with, mush- with uh, marshmallows. Yeah. Now, Lucky Charms, but it's oops all marshmallows. That's good. See, yeah. that's just eating sugar. That's not even <laughs> grain. It's just, yeah, there's good. nothing wrong with that, Chris. There's oh, nothing wrong with that. So, you can buy a whole bag of, of marshmallows. marshmallows for two ninety five. <gasps> oh, that's a big. Yep, it's an eight ounce bag, so not real big. I'm looking at like some dead cereal brands from the nineties. <laughs> oh God, you can buy these marshmallows off of Amazon straight from Afghanistan, people. Kellogg's cinnamon <laughs> mini buns. This stuff is terrible mm-hmm. for you. Cinnamon yeah, Crunch so. Pebbles, Urkel O's. Help Urkel find Laura. Pretty solid tier list there, Alex. That was a oh, good oh, breakfast bears. I remember breakfast bears. <laughs> breakfast bears? Teddy Graham's I, breakfast bears. I'm just, I had this I'm as just, a kid. But I'm just blown away how big the shredded wheat bars are. <laughs> like, I never <laughs> seen anything like that. I wish I could have experienced that. <laughs> oh, I feel you like guys, you'd have to pull apart, like, two pieces of plastic and, like, take that out of the plastic, like, lunch meat to get to those. I don't know why they'd even be in a box. Hey, Alex, did you say Apple Jacks? 
Yes. Yeah, okay. he did. We put and it down. Was it French Toast Crunch? Do you remember that one? Oh, I remember French oh, I, Toast I, I, Crunch. I do remember I that. Nice. You got Cocoa well, Pebbles, you got Nutter Butter. Cocoa Butter. <laughs> That's for something else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What's <laughs> the... What's the uh, all right. Butter, truffle butter. Yeah, dude, take you butter. some... Make you some hemp butter and put it on your uh, frosted flakes down there. Get you some truffle butter and put it over those uh, big old mini wheats, and you'll forget about all about how bad. <laughs> That's they what suck. I was thinking. Yeah, truffle That's butter. Like, all right, terrible. Um, but I feel meaning. good about it. I feel good about it. Um, do you guys know the Urban Dictionary truffle butter meaning? What does no. it mean? Pretty sure. Pretty sure we do. What do you guys? What do you think it is, Alex? That's the um, the stuff that comes out of the lady. When you're going in and out, right? Uh, no. Well, you you are on you you're on the right path. You're on the right it's path. It's a song by it's a song by Nicki Minaj. It's actually a song about from a few of the rappers like Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj. But uh, yeah, I fucked her so good she made truffle uh, butter. I, Tell us, inform us. Oh, oh am I, I breaking up? Yep, I just I read looked, it. Yeah. I looked at the Urban Dictionary. Alex was really close. The shit, the remnants of shit mixed with pussy juice that forms on the lips of the pussy. Bro, That's... I just ate the truffle butter like Nutella. Mm. <laughs> nope. <clears throat> so, with that said, do you guys want me to go into my story here? Do it. All yes. right. This info comes from Ranker.com by Laura Allen. Um I got to give credit where credit's due. So this is a story that happened in 86 and went on for, I think, two years. And it's about a man named Danny LaPlante. Danny LaPlante reached out to a girl named Annie Andrews, and he asked her out on a date. She said yes, because he said that he went to her school and she was beautiful. And so she fell for it. And so they went out for ice cream. She didn't like the date. So she she did not go on any more dates, but Danny was was planting a seed that would uh, bloom a little bit and blossom into something very very dark. Um, the reason that Annie kind of grappled onto him at first was because her mother had died, so they their whole family was going through a lot of grief. So okay. she had a sister and a dad, and they had lost a mom. So I think Danny knew this, and he had a dark. Uh, a dark plan. So, um, the and they're gonna the fan, the mother had died only a short time ago, leaving her, her father, and young sister alone. So, grief stricken, the two girls held a séance to try to contact their mother. Little did they know that Danny had already broken into their home and taken up uh, a secret spot. So, when the séance started, Laplante recognizes an opportunity to torment the girls. He began to bang on Shit. pipes and knock on walls, at first entrancing the girls and then terrifying them. Mama, so, is that you? Is that you? <laughs> so uh, he wasn't satisfied with just making noises. One day, Annie and her sister heard strange noises coming from the basement, so they ventured downstairs and encountered um, written on the wall what with what looked like blood was was a message that said i'm in your room come find me so obviously the girls ran from the house to find their father and uh he found that it was ketchup um 
They still oh. couldn't find anyone in the house. Uh, and, I would have uh, been looking around. <laughs> yeah, Fuck right? That. Like, Fuck that. Alex, you go into your bedroom and you find on the wall written in blood, come at me, bro, uh, with what later you found out was actually ketchup. Um, that's not something that you would probably just put away and, and, and rest easy knowing that it wasn't Taylor, but someone wrote that on your walls in your room, right? Yeah, I just thought you can have the house later. <laughs> really? You wouldn't Bye. even try to get to the bottom of it. I mean... <laughs> Bye-bye. Do you, do you think it was a ghost? Is that what we think? I'd be out of there. Okay. Even if you didn't have any ketchup in the house. <laughs> <laughs> we don't eat ketchup, so where the fuck did this ketchup come from? Where the fuck does ketchup come from? Um, you used it last night, you fucking selfish prick. <laughs> so, uh, they they... The noises died down for a while, but eventually another message showed up on the, on the wall, and um, they again fled. I don't. They didn't say what this message was, so they fled. The dad came back, and when the family re-entered the house to seek out the source of the writing, they heard noises upstairs. So the brave family member um, went upstairs, opened the door, and they saw Danny Laplante. Dressed up in the dead mother's clothing with makeup smeared across his face. Once upon, you know, this uh, discovery, Danny picked up a hatchet and chased the family through the house, threatening to kill them. Dressed as the dead mother with makeup (laughs) smeared across his face. Wait, wait, wait. When did the mother, did he kill the mom? No, she just, she was already already dead. Dude, I think yeah, you know at what? this point, if I knew he was up top, I would have nailed the attic shut and like put my car exhaust, put a pipe to the attic, and just smoked him <laughs> out. Smoked him out. Let you know me they, out! Let me out! You know how they found him, though, right? They went up there because they heard some noises, and they opened the door, and it's like, mm-mm, yeah, I'd fuck me. Mm-mm, no, no, yeah, I think you're, I'm, I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking the dad, he he, walked, he climbed up in the attic. They made eye contact. Nobody said anything. He And he just slowly backed back down. He's like... <laughs> just, He's like, my God, Marilyn, what happened to you? <laughs> then, uh, so, once they were all... So, he captured them. He actually managed to corral them all, tie like them he up. Captured the whole family. He, wow. It was only three of them, two girls and the dad. So really all you got to do is scare the girls to death into a corner where they'll fucking just stay there. And then uh. you capture the dad. You know, yeah. you threaten him, get him down, tie his hands behind his back, and then you can take care of the girls. All right, not going to lie. Right now I'm mad at the dad. Right? <laughs> yep. He, like, he, had, knew, he had a hatchet. He, he knew pick what up, was happening. Pick he knew up what anything. was happening. And he didn't have like a gun or a bat, <laughs> at least. Tons of objects around that house that you can literally pick up and throw. Well, maybe he was just ignorant to the fact, you know, he's like, I've been waking up with my pants soaked in some sort of milky substance for the past week. I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wet dreams. <laughs> he's definitely your squirrelier dad. The dude's um, coming in and jerking him off while he's sleeping. So, he wakes up, he's like half asleep, he's like, oh, it's my dead wife, Merlin. It's really just the dude. Yeah. Wet dreams, I cream my jeans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> his only pass for me at the moment is that his wife just died, so I'll give him a little bit of a pass. Who am I to stop this scene? <laughs> so, 
Once he got them tied up, he actually strolled around the house just looking for valuable stuff to steal. And um, while he was doing this, one of the daughters actually got free and uh, helped everyone else get free. And they all escaped through a bedroom window. They called police. Police arrived, searched the house, and they found some really fucked up stuff inside. Um, They saw coins glued to the ceiling, writing on the walls. And even ejaculate on the girl's clothing. And uh, the one thing they did not find was Danny. The family was reluctant, reluctant to return home, so they stayed away for either a few days or two weeks. But regardless, they stayed away for weeks. Um, yeah. When they finally returned, they saw the figure of Danny standing in an upstairs window. The police were called again to search the house, and this time they found Danny. So while searching the basement, they found behind the washer machine um, a hole that was leading to a small crawl space between two walls. And in that crawl space was 15-year-old Danny. He was 15. <laughs> and uh, he... That's why he was super gluing coins to the wall. He was just bored <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> it is kind of fucked up. Like It's probably a weird scene to see a bunch of pennies glued to the ceiling after this man after this thing dressed up as your mother and smeared makeup on his face and chased you around the fucking house with an axe so what um, what image did he make the coins when he glued them to the wall i don't know it's all heads. Like a, it had to be a pentagram <laughs> <laughs> oh i see what you said there i was like thinking what side did he actually glue them on oh um so he, they said that he, he didn't come quietly, but they eventually coaxed him out of the wall, and they arrested him almost a year after that fateful first date that he went on with Annie. So inside the wall, police found a sleeping bag, food wrappers, beer, indicating that he had been there for quite some time. So um, that's crazy that... Someone was even happen. like going to these extremes just to torment this family for their own personal gain. Jesus Christ. It was own That's personal wild. enjoyment. It's like I the, mean, the, like the, the balls Parasite. on this guy. Yeah. The balls on this guy to like go up against a dad as a 15 year old. Like maybe he, maybe he wouldn't have done anything with that hatchet. But <clears throat> that said, Danny, the Danny LaPlante did actually kill people. Uh, yeah, he's a bad guy. He is. He's murdered, um, I think, so that happened in like 80, 86, and then he was placed on juvenile, in a juvenile facility. Um, he returned to burglar, burglar, burglarize. He stole two handguns from another neighbor's house in 87. Wait, um, he, he comes back to the same houses, right? I think so. He this forced us. This is this is real life. Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, he raped a pregnant woman and then he shot her multiple times, point blank range, and then he drowned both of her children in separate bathrooms, and then um, he kidnapped a woman in her car, but she escaped. And then uh, Laplante was discovered hiding in a dumpster two days after the manhunt started, and police took him in. And, and inspected his clothing, and they found hair on his sock that was matched for Abigail and Priscilla's daughter. A year later, he was sentenced to three life sentences for murder. 
Yes. And uh, in 2017, he had a resentencing hearing. And so they obviously were like, yeah. No. You know, like, you're pretty bad. So, no. <laughs> um, he's still in jail, my guys. Good. Yeah. Good. That's good. good. Keep him off the streets. Yeah, keep them LaPlante's uh, off the streets. Anyone named Danny, just just keep him off the streets. <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> 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 but yeah, this state that could be a horror movie. Because when yeah, he went to jail, then yeah. came back, that's straight Michael Myers. That's yeah. a sequel. Like they need a doctor. All they need is a Doctor Loomis handling the case poorly. <laughs> I've been watching him handle it poorly. <laughs> Denny, come back, Denny. Only I can entertain the mind of Denny. <laughs> I can turn him. I promise. He murdered 40 people. I can change him. Denny, look at what you're doing, Danny. Look at your hands. He just stabs him. Well, he mustn't Why'd kill, kill the boy. He's simple. Yeah, when he picks you up and slams your head into the ceiling and slits you from your chest yeah. to your dick. Um, I, f- I found him thumbs deep in my mom's eye sockets, but yeah, okay, go ahead. Put him back in. Give him a chance. She did something to trigger him. It's her fault. Give him a chance. Oh, man. He's young. He doesn't know any better. Okay, have you, have you ever heard about the Australian battle for Campion? No, no, where's Campion? It's in Western Australia. Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of, Western Australia is like um, open yeah. farmland. Is, is it like West Coast or Western? Western. Okay, so it's BFE. Uh, like, uh, it's like the it's like Midwest BFE. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the red part of Australia. Out there with the plateau and all that stuff, right? Yeah. So... Years after Ward One, uh, the Australian government would offer their veterans uh, free land for service. So, so that all these ex uh, military people were getting this, this farmland out in the middle of Australia, and the Depression hit Australia, yep. and they were invaded by insurgents. Who Where was the, who was the insurgents? Uh, an invasive uh, species. Species. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, one of the people, or was it like fucking like cats? Because so, they have a cat so problem in, over there. They were invaded by foreign uh, talking, entities. You talking about the um, Aboriginals? Isn't Australia an island? <laughs> Who are we yeah, talking? Where did they come from? <laughs> like, Is it bunch- the Aborigines that just live in the wild, or did a bunch? Hey, let me, I'll, did a bunch- I'll get to it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Continue, continue. Right. So. Their farmland was being ravished by these <laughs> outside sources were coming in from the coast, going into the farmland. Kiwis? So- <laughs> oh, no! Okay, so so the farmers requested that the Australian government give them uh, military support to take care of the insurgents. So the government gave them uh, 20 men. With two Lewis uh, machine guns, which do we know what y'all know what those are? It's a Tom Thompson, yeah, right. No, they're uh, you play Battlefield. Oh, it's the grease gun. The no, it's the big machine gun with the circle on top. Oh, oh. like the the Gatling gun. Kinda, yeah, but it's the giant light machine gun. It's like the that one that's got a dinner plate type magazine. Yes, yeah, on top yeah. Of it. yeah, 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 yeah. And it gave them ten thousand rounds of ammunition. <laughs> Wait, each farmer or all the farmers just got twenty guys all together. Yeah, with two with two machine guns and ten thousand rounds of ammunition to fight off twenty thousand insurgents. Okay. Sweet. 
20,000 emus. <laughs> <laughs> An emu? Now I need to... How do you even spell emu? E-M-U? E-M-U. <laughs> Let me look what an emu is. It's a fucking ostrich. <laughs> it's, a, it's a poor man's ostrich. So they mowed down. They fucking mowed down ostriches. No. <laughs> they only killed fifty. <laughs> How do you only kill fifty emus with freaking? That what twenty thousand bullets from machine guns? They had ten thousand rounds. There's twenty thousand emus. <laughs> All right, mate, let's get them. <laughs> and they just see fifty bodies. And they they probably <laughs> they probably could have walked up to these things and just cut their heads off. No, they said that they had guerrilla tactics. <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't fight the emus because they kept running around them. <laughs> Dude, they're fucking scary looking. If if I was to see one out in the wild, I would keep my distance. They say they'll cut you open with their talons. <laughs> God. There was three skirmishes. <laughs> a skirmish? They had a battle? They had a goddamn Civil War battle against these things? Yes! They they had scouts, like, hurt them in and, like, did, like, military tactics to kill these emus. They couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, no. That, that, just goes to, that just goes to show what, like, how two army, two human armies, like, go to war with each other. And thousands die, and then you try to go to war against emus, and they can't kill any of them. No, you can't. You can't reason with the enemy. It's a, it's a bird. <laughs> Negotiations have failed. We will not negotiate with fowls. We tried to give them frosted mini wheats. They would not take it. They I mean, only wanted shredded wheat. Emus attack. Like I'm looking at when emus attack, and this like poor guy is. Is getting charged by emus. There's a person sleeping in a sleeping bag, and the emus pecking on its head. <clears throat> yeah, hey, I mean, I would take. I, I heard of the emu before. emu war, but the way you presented it <laughs> was awesome. So it's twenty thousand emus, ten thousand rounds, twenty Australians, and they only killed fifty. <laughs> the Wikipedia. No, okay, so fifty was the first battle. I was mistaken oh. on that one. Oh, okay. So okay, so as of first December tenth. Battle. The first battle with the emus, they killed 50. Um, By the end of it, they dispersed 9,860 rounds. So they had 10,000 to begin with. Jesus. They only killed 986 emus of the 20,000. They didn't even put a fucking dent in in the damn thing. And they wasted all their ammo, too. At a rate of exactly 10 rounds per confirmed kill. <laughs> what was the kill death ratio? What was the, yeah, what was the kill death ratio there? Well, the Australian <laughs> side was still better because I doubt the birds one, people. one human died. <laughs> <laughs> Probably from like lack of water because they were like, you don't need water. I just ran the 1904 marathon. I don't need yeah. water. Water's for babies. Water's for pussies. Are you a pussy? Get out there and kill a goddamn emu and drink its goddamn blood. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. So, uh, it was a loss for the army. Um, we lost the war. They lost the war against <laughs> emus. Oh, <clears throat> no. Man. Oh, find a, How do you lose to a, a wild animal? That's because we're, ani- we're wild animals at the end of the day. There you go. I just put a picture up. This is a... One of the glo- be proud, uh, boys. We got one. <laughs> <laughs> this is we're gonna take this one back to the 
to the the king of Australia and show him our hard work. The I'm talking like a, I'm talking like I'm from like the fucking 1910 1920s New York City for some reason. <laughs> it's the mid Atlantic accent. I love it. I do want to but, say that there's uh, almost 700,000 emus in the world with 200 being in Western Australia and the remainder <laughs> mostly in South Wales and Queensland, Australia. There's at least a thousand in Mooresville if you go to Lazy Five. Right? <laughs> you find a bunch of them. <laughs> so, man, there's almost a million in Australia alone. Jesus. I mean, how so many- here's a here's here's a uh, a news article that commented on the event after yeah. it happened. Yeah. The machine gunners' dreams of point blank fire into serried masses of emus were soon dissipated. The emu command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics, and its unwieldy army soon split up into a number of small units that made the use of the military equipment uneconomical. A crestfallen field force therefore withdrew from the combat area after about a month. Like it's like a, the it's a bird again, boys. It's a bird they kn- can't fly. That's the it's thing. Did they know bird. they were being shot at and active acted accordingly to that? I think so. Man. It's like the scene in Jurassic Park when the raptors are attacking people and going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> So there's like 45 million kangaroos in the world, and most of them live in Australia. Australia is a fucking crazy place. Yeah. Like, oh, I might. We've got to go dig in, go kill a bunch of emos there. Oh, God, dig your fox over a little bit. We've got 10,000 pounds of 20,000 emos going to get going there. It's fosters and bear. Uh, the military withdrew from the event. So they actually withdrew from battle. Retreat! Uh, the, the, major, <laughs> the major of the army compared the emus to the Zulus. <laughs> what is a Zulu? <laughs> The Zulu if is we the people a, of Africa. The Zulus from Africa, or like the tribes, I think. Yeah. Oh, if we had a military division with the bullet ca- the bullet carrying capacity of these birds, it would face any army in the world. <laughs> they can face machine guns with the invulnerability uh, of tanks. <laughs> Let's mount. America's over here making dolphins that can go kill submarines, and Australia strapping machine guns to emus. No, I'm, I'm riding them. I'm looking up emus. They're just like they're hard targets. Like the skinny legs, so you're not shooting the legs. They don't have a neck. You can't shoot. It's, you it's, can't get a headshot. No, it's just a, it's a thing the size of a basketball running around. Uh, I think it was poor military tactics that led to their downfall. Oh yeah, you know yeah. it. You know just one redneck guy out there is like, I should know it. Yeah, right. All you need is a couple cattle dogs, and they'll, those cattle dogs will round up about ten thousand in one day. And then you just just corral them down this narrow channel. And as they come down the channel, you just do uh, like feed house style killings. You just chop their heads off as they come through. Here's some here's some more details. Uh, let's see. By the fourth day of the campaign, <laughs> army observers noted that each pack seems to have its own leader now. A big black plumed bird, which stands fully six feet high and keeps watch while its mates carry out their work. So they had an alpha at one bird. stage. <laughs> yeah, at one stage, the army went as far as to mount one of the guns on a truck. A move that proved to be ineffective, as the truck was unable to gain on the birds. <laughs> they can run fast, can't they? Yep, 1930s is, is a struggle. It costs money to get six, go sixty miles an hour. Yeah, those big trucks only went just a little, a little fast, but. An emu, like, can you imagine their frustration? Well, the train, too. Can you imagine the these train. soldiers' frustrations? Like, fuck you, goddamn emu! 
No, it's like day one. We got him cornered. We're going to get in there. They just start walking up to him. Light him up. And it's like, didn't they work. Every shot. That wasn't a very <laughs> fast work. firing machine gun either. It was like. Let's see how fast an emu runs. Jesus. That's emu a fail. Speed. Emu speed. Um, 50 kilometers an hour. 31 that's miles what, an hour. Yeah, that's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, this baby emu has some serious speed. <laughs> Let's see. I want to see this that's, baby emu rip. And that's the gun they were using. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, I want, an emu. I want a baby emu. It's like, a, it looks like a zebra. They look like, they look it's like so the goofy. Ba- they look like the bad guys from Power Rangers. The birds. <laughs> the putty oh, patrol. yeah, the putty trooper people. Oh, the the, the, um, the, the hawks from Ibanez. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <Birds>. yeah. <laughs> Who do you think would win against, do uh, you think it'd be... They had sticks. Octopus, <laughs> dolphin, or emus? Which one do you um, think would be a world power? Emus. All right, so the octopus would drag the emu under, and then no. the dolphin would come up and rape the octopus. <laughs> Apparently that's what they do. Well, I think the octopus would fuck everybody because it would have tactics to trick the emus into getting close to the water where then they could be tricked into the water and killed, but then an octopus could also hide in the crevices and and con a dolphin into coming to an area of the close, and then they could maybe stone it. I've heard that that octopuses can pick up stones and use them as tools. So can you imagine these octopuses like riding the back of a dolphin? I'm thinking like you're giving free octopuses Willy way too much what? credit. Octopuses aren't smart animals. They're just like kind of like there. Oh, Elizabeth said it's octopi, and I should say that. Octopi. Right, yeah, yeah. Not octopuses. <laughs> no, that was a James Bond movie. <laughs> the octopuses are going to win this world world power <laughs> that, that, uh, that the dolphins started. Yeah, I'm just not going to give mollusk that much intelligence. <laughs> You know? They're pretty smart. They're pretty they're, smart. They're, they're kind of there. They came from space. You ever? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've you guys. Did you guys talk about um, the Arrival movie? Uh, the new one. I think we mentioned it. Yeah, the one where the octopuses fly the uh, spaceship. Yeah. What? Yeah. They're like squid like creatures, but they don't. They talk in symbols. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that's all I had on the Emu War. Well, don't fuck with emus, man, because they will fuck loss. you back. Sorry, Australia. Better luck next time. They just Australia just alt f forward out and uh, fucking <laughs> gave and then up because then the spiders showed up. Oh yeah, the the death spiders or whatever they are, dude. What's that? Screw Australia. That's uh one of the battlefield pictures. <laughs> That's uh, it's like what are we gonna how are we gonna kill them today? It was like not Where the battle I- that they. That we really wanted sh- it to be it's trench like they were warfare them to eat, and they didn't. You know, this sh- was like a civil war picture, and this is like fifty or eighty years later. Mm-hmm. I always like them old pictures where like the guys showing out in like a suit in the middle of a field. They yeah, always like wore 80. suits. It's hot as fuck. They people just wore suits back then. They were oh, just got, flex. That was a flex. I got my I got my four piece out here in the. Uh, Working the tractor. <laughs> well, I mean, Man. we saw the Olympic pictures. Those the two black guys were basically wearing like half a suit with they just cut at the knees. Yeah, right. Those guys get a pass because they were probably dirt poor. Yeah, that was all they had. I think they well, were from Greece. Hmm. 
Well, that in, said, anyways, don't anyways. fuck with emus, man. But um, I bet they taste good. I don't think they do. Well, we'll have to go find out. So, if you're over in Australia and you want us to uh, do a live podcast and you're serving up emu, we'll be happy to come over for if some of the f- emu meat, oh, wow. boy. There's actually, you can order emu burgers for $14. And get it yeah. to your door? Like uh, like yeah. door dashed? Well, no. But you can order the meat. Oh, yeah, because you can order exotic meats and stuff from overseas and have it yeah, shipped no, to you in like some, a freezer. Uh, yeah, here's some mallard duck rendered fat. That I can use to put on my emu burgers. <laughs> You're getting fancy. Gordon Ramsay's going to come through there and be like, you fucking cook it right. It's fucking raw. No, I'd probably <laughs> cook it wrong. Well, oh, you didn't put salt. Where's the seasoning? Where's the emu sauce? I'd kick him in the nuts. Be like, Gordon, you think I know how to cook emu? Get out of my house. They <laughs> show you how to cook in 10 minutes. Well, so going into this next week, Thomas... Yeah. Do you have any any uh any um anything to tell our listeners out there for this coming week? Uh y'all just be good and we appreciate everyone that listens to the show. Uh keep listening, tell your friends. You know, it makes uh I know it makes me happy whenever we see the the stat count and people are watching it, so let's get those numbers up, pump them numbers up. We got to keep the lights on. Yep. How about you, Alex? You got anything to tell our listeners? I just wish uh, Chick-fil-A was open on Sundays. I think the world would be a better place. Oh, fact. Yeah. They'd probably make a a lot more money as an organization if they just took that revenue on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Well, as is, though, you know, their workforce actually gets a day off. That is also true. But if you manage your schedule right then all the employees should get two days off manager schedule gotta <laughs> <of> work <laughs> so with that said chris what do you got for our listeners i don't know man hoping i can get a haircut or something this week you know they're open go get one go get thomas one before you looking, go on your double date man i see thomas over here looking all fly with the haircut get hey, that part jealous get that you hair gotta part? wear a mask you gotta wear Dude. a mask I don't wear a mask. I wear a bandana. You can wear that too. Red or <laughs> red or blue. Red, uh, black. Nice. <laughs> well, How about you, Tyler. What, what you got to say? What you it's, got? It's octopussies, not octopi. So get it right, ladies. I like that one better. Come at your boy. I'll give you these fucking hands. <laughs> get them covered in truffle butter. Ugh. Yeah, mm. I'm not. All, I mean. Uh, hey, it's the first time for everything. I'm still young. I'll, I'll try some truffle butter. Uh, <laughs> no. no, you won't. spread Enjoy some the, of that truffle butter on a on a cracker. You know, throw that down the gullet. Wash Enjoy it down the, with some with some uh, water. Enjoy the yeah. E. coli. Enjoy the E. coli. E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about infections, but I'm all no, E. coli. Up. Tip, I'm tipped off. E. You talking about raw chicken or what? Fresh corn on the cob. I'll, I'll give you some corn on the cob. <laughs> there, might be, there might be some corn in the butter. A truffle uh, truffle butter on the cob? <laughs> with a remnant with a corn aftertaste. <laughs> it's going to go back in the system, 
and it's still going to come out as a, as a corn kernel that still didn't still didn't break down in the system. I've seen this somewhere before. There's corn in the toilet. It doesn't even look broke down. Um, I could eat that. So I do have a shout out. I have a shout out for Ryan. Um, he's digging the podcast. Hey, maybe. We're not going to give too much details other than Ryan, and uh, he gave us uh, some positive vibes. We love reviews on yeah. whatever platform you're listening to. It helps us grow as uh, a podcast. And uh, if you hate it, give tell it, tell say something. If you love it, say something. Uh, any news yeah. is good news. So, yeah. um, we. If you want to really be somebody, be a fucking person and join our Patreon. Yeah, I mean, I'm put I'm some all, extra content on there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm all about free content. I mean, I listen to free content as well. We all do, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, yes. I'm not a Patreon supporter of anybody, but... If you I, want more content, you can join ours. There's yeah. There's more stuff on there you can, mm-hmm. you can laugh with. For $20 us. Yeah, a keep month. Keep the lights on. <laughs> $20 a month, you get b-hole pictures. <laughs> yeah, so if you... Shaven and not shaven. If you are totally like open <laughs> if 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 you're not easily shamed the reason we want pictures of buttholes is because once again we're going to make Do we? a morgan freeman um collage with tiny pictures of buttholes so um when you when you have a million butthole pictures then you compile them to make a picture of morgan freeman so that's our ultimate goal but we just need to start our collection of butthole pictures so start sending them in and maybe by next year or 10 years we'll have enough to make our collage <laughs> maybe it'll just be three giant buttholes <laughs> We we might take Morgan Freeman's face and just softly just paint it into the buttholes that are just behind him. Close enough. Tacklabpod at gmail.com. T A C T L A B P O D at gmail.com. Yep. Yep. And if you don't feel comfortable sending in a picture of your brown eye, then. Send us a picture of yourself using your favorite penis pump. We love to see those things in action. And uh, maybe we'll yeah. get our... Maybe okay. if Adam and Eve sponsors us, we'll, we'll get our own TAC Lab penis pump. And then you could show us using the TAC Lab penis pump, putting that thing to good use. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tyler. Hey, Alex. Hey. You know what I like to use whenever I'm feeling down? Ambient? No, a Hemp? tech lab penis pump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not down anymore, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nope, not down anymore. No, I'm just can't be fully hard and now everything's puffy. Why does it look so it's, it's lumpy? It's long and soft. That's what happened. It's long, lumpy, and soft. <laughs> <laughs> the blood went to all the wrong areas. Uh. <laughs> I accidentally did no it on angle. my nipples. There's no angle to it. It just fucking hangs down. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been good. a fucking great week and a great episode. Nice. You guys have a good one. Bye-bye. Going? If you enjoy our show, make sure to search Tech Lab on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. You can support us at patreon.com slash Make sure to leave us some feedback or a comment or a good review wherever you're listening. You can also contact us 
at taclabpod at gmail.com. Thank you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.